0: chris aiken presents it is myself chris aiken dude over there mr eric Ferentinos, and erica uh, lorraine just rules man I, I it's got to be fun for you i'm assuming when you get when you play a gig and vixen is there because between between lorraine and uh, i don't know the other two but between lorraine and brit i gotta imagine it's just fun to hang with them yes
1: uh yeah absolutely uh they're they're always a pleasure uh, when you see them they're very friendly all the time, and they just have a really great energy. Um, they're perfect on the '80s invasion bill because it just kind of it gives a different vibe in a good way. It gets everybody excited, you know. Really, there's if it's a lot of guys at the show too, you know what I mean? They see the ladies, they're getting in the mood, they get excited, they get loose, and yeah. by the time we go on, it's a it's a crazy party. So. Uh, we love having them on the bill, and they always sound fantastic. They're, you know, as i mentioned before, that sound, that late '80s sound with the keyboards and the guitars and the, you know, pop songs. I mean, that's that's a cool memories from the '80s radio sure. uh, days. So when you hear their songs, it's it, it takes you back there, and it's we love it. We love sure. having the ladies with us.
0: You know, it's one of the interesting things about Vixen today is, unlike so many other bands that have changed singers i don't hear a lot of people calling calling it like fake you know i i mean i obviously doing the cms we get every complaint known to man on that show and everybody always says well that's not really this band or that's not really that band i don't hear that a lot with vixen and, and janet's out there i mean janet gardner we had her here on on the show yep. you know i mean janet's out there doing her thing as well but i think people have they just like Maybe it's the personalities. Maybe it's just Lorraine's personality and Britt's personality, you know, translates well to where people don't care as much. And they're not like, if it's not David Lee Roth, it's not Van Halen. You know, they're not like that
1: with Vixen, you know? Well, there's there's a general proficiency that you're looking for when you go to see a band. Mm-hmm. you know are they gonna sound good when we see them and they do and can this singer hit the notes she can and um you know is she a clone of the original singer no but that's kind of cool because it lets them you know maybe go another branch out to other directions too with songs right on um and she has the personality to front a band and make it a success i think they're doing really well you know oh. they've, they've they've played a good amount last year they're going to playing this year I'd say this lineup's a success yeah absolutely are they playing with you guys a lot this year or do we know that yet or um I yeah I I sure they will be I'm sure they okay. will be I don't have a thing in front of me
0: mm. you know me
1: I don't go further than a week right. at a time <laughs> I get overwhelmed
0: yeah no because I, I I mean I'm just curious if if we're if the country is gonna get a lot of that lineup that you guys had the end of last year with you guys and vixen and quiet riot and
1: um Mm -hmm. who who was the fourth on that warrant
0: warrant yeah or you
1: maybe uh yeah
0: well eric the reason i'm asking is because i just saw a um, announcement for july i think it was with quiet riot i was curious if you guys are going to be on that bill
1: we are on the bill we're we're headlining the show as far as i know and okay Northfield, 10 minutes from your house. That's amazing to hear, Chris. Dude, that sounds like we're barbecuing, doesn't it? I it does sound like that to me. We're going to have to do an on-location uh, Chris Aiken Presents, definitely. Yeah. At your we place. could definitely
0: knock one out here, as long as you're here early enough. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, no. probably come in the night before. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. I'll make sure I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, that'll be fun, dude. We'll we'll get together. We'll do some barbecuing. we'll knock out a Chris Aiken Presents, mm-hmm. maybe – Get some acoustic guitars and do some singing and all that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that Definitely. could be fun. Absolutely. I'll pull out this, this new Dean that I have sitting here that just sits here and doesn't do anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I sure can't play it, but maybe you could make it sound good. But Sometimes. Well, dude, well, dude I did have a reason that I was asking about the specifically Vixen and um, people not giving them grief. And it's because of a different band that announced a tour this week. And it just led me to think, can a band sometimes be, can their legacy be such that it really doesn't matter who's in the band at all? And the, right. the, the band I'm bringing up, let me bring it onto the screen here. They're obviously a whole lot bigger than Vixen. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't want to... I'm not comparing the two so people can save their complaints. I'm talking about ACDC. Okay. ACDC announced uh, that they're going to be playing a uh, spring-summer European tour, which, you know, means in the fall they're going to come here. It's okay. just the way that works. But how is... Again, it, it's, it's one guy that was in the band originally one just angus it was announced during the week that um uh whatchamacallit chris chris cheney is going to be playing bass instead of um cliff williams mm. it was announced that uh matt log is going to be playing drums instead of phil rudd okay. so it's brian johnson the replacement singer admittedly he's been there forever but right he's still the replacement singer Angus Young, uh Steve Young, who I'm assuming Stevie Young, I'm assuming that's Angus's brother or nephew on, or something. On rhythm
1: guitar, right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Matt Log and Chris Cheney. Mm-hmm. Now that I I know the purists will be like, there's no way is that A C D C
1: Right, but you know, there's a there's a point where time marches on and mm-hmm. health and other things mm-hmm. take over and I, I think and you, I'm sure you'll agree, Chris. As long as you're getting Angus and one of the and Brian Johnson, yeah, you would the consider. Question it to is, be an does A- it A-
0: matter? Does it matter? Because even they did pretty much this same lineup. Now they did have Phil Rudd, I think, but they did it with Axl Rose, and it didn't seem to matter. Those shows were still sold out.
1: Right. They needed somebody that was uh, iconic and huge enough person to to pull that off. If they had gone out with some unknown guy that would have been really dumped on by the public.
0: think so? Do you think it would have been dumped on if the guy was good though? Like if the guy was like a dead clone of of Brian Johnson in the heyday and uh Bond Scott in the heyday. They would have been dumped on until people heard it once or twice and then they'd have been okay yeah. with it.
1: I Think that no? the venues they'd be playing, it would be hard to uh take the gamble of putting them into huge venues with an unknown singer. And there's a lot yeah, that could go true. wrong. Uh Excess tried that.
0: hmm And I
1: think yeah, they didn't play didn't didn't, work play. At all. I think, didn't, didn't we, we we looked it up or something and I think they did play with that J D guy
0: Yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. like
1: a year or so, but like they were having some issues. I'm not I don't remember exactly what went down, but they, they just closed up shop and said forget about it and then there were some injuries one of the guitarists i know had an injury when he was boating or something and his hands all jacked up so it'll never be that that lineup the original lineup and the other thing that comes to mind is just when so many years go by Mm -hmm. you know 50 years 60 years i mean there's a point where there's so many new generations of people that are on the planet now and they don't have that same attachment to watching acdc come up from out of nowhere and the songs become they were new hits at the time sure I mean these are just songs that were always there for them and i don't think they they do care i mean there's probably maybe an aesthetic to AC/DC. i don't know they were never really you know uh Chippendales guys.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, they were always ugly bar guys. That that was kind of their gimmick. Was there ugly guys that you would hang out with at the bar? Right,
1: Right. yeah, yeah. They they weren't models by any stretch. Um, But everybody just gets to an age where they just become an old man, a decrepit old man. It's unavoidable. And there's a point, I guess, where the name has enough uh, juice to it in the songs that you could, little by little, just start... Getting new people in until you're finally there's one guy left. You can always tell who it is if it's Fog Hat or some other right. like one, one really old guy, and then, uh-huh. and then some 50 year old guys. And then there's a point where they just have all new guys. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they've, and they've now can go ahead and make money and play those songs live for another 20 years until those guys get phased out and they'll keep playing fairs and things right. like that. And it's accepted. Uh, young people <clears throat> aren't going to care. They don't even remember or know what the guys' names are anyway. Just, they've heard sure. the songs on the radio.
0: No, you're and you're right, man. I mean, look at look at a, 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 boy. You are talking an exact example, Skid Row, and I mm-hmm. love him. I love him and I I love Eric Gronwald. I think he's really good, and and it does look weird i even said that to rachel boland i was like dude that guy is running circles around you guys because he's so young you know he's so young and vibrant whatever and it is kind of an interesting look to see that young guy with
1: those old guys with snake and with rachel um i do think those guys look good in defense. they do they all look great
0: but they don't look young what i'm saying is it looks like there's one young guy on and stage. great white
1: now now great yeah white, that's another one that, that
0: carlisle guy yeah
1: but i i'm not against it because you know they're you know both singers they have uh are very talented and have a cool look and can deliver the goods both sure. of them you know so you, mm-hmm. they, you know you're gonna get a top notch show seeing either one of those bands so there's right. nothing bad to say about it on my sure. end
0: well without without naming names because i don't want you to name names what's better replacement guys that can really bring it mm-hmm. or original guys that have lost it, but they're the original guy.
1: I, I, I'm i going to have to say probably replacement guys that could, you know, bring it,
0: but it's, which it sells more tickets? tickets, which sells more tickets.
1: There's, there's a time where, where certainly it sells more tickets to do the all original members, you know, mm-hmm. but there's, there's also a door that kind of closes with that too. Right you know, or nobody cares anymore. And again, too much time's gone by and there's just not as much interest anymore in that band. It's just kind of went by the wayside um, right. or the value of it's down because maybe the singer was still doing it the whole time. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. Nobody cares. They've gotten used to just seeing this version.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to name an example, but I'm going to try and do this delicately. So you don't have to form an opinion. Thanks. <laughs> were there, you recently played, if I'm not mistaken, with Riley's L.A. Guns, right? That, mm-hmm. That does not mm-hmm. have even Steve Riley because he passed away. So does Kelly Nichols, right. it has Kelly Nichols, Steve Riley's L.A. Guns, I guess, is what it really is. Right. And how was it received? Was it received cool or were, were people like, oh, this isn't L.A.
1: Guns? Or hmm I mean, um, how did
0: people... I, how did people I didn't watch witness
1: it? it? I didn't okay. witness it, but from what I from what I heard about it, it was received well and it was okay. done more as a tribute to Steve Riley. Okay. And everybody seemed uh pretty good with it. So I'd say that their show that they did with us that they fulfilled that was actually booked when Steve Riley obviously was still alive. Sure. Uh that it was cool that they did the show. I think it was good looking back. And I didn't hear anything negative about it. Um, I think their merch sold very well at the show. Okay. They had merch out there and it huh. it did good. Uh people still appear, have an interest in Kelly Nichols, you know, following sure. him and he he was a part of that 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 whole deal. Um I don't know where it's going from here, you know. Sure. I, mean? I don't think they're gonna keep doing that, from what I understand.
0: Yeah, I I mean I don't know either. I, I was, did they play LA Gun songs or did they play right. Steve Riley's LA Gun songs?
1: Uh, no, I think they just did the hits.
0: Okay, so, so it was it was the Rip and Tear and Ballad of Jane. Right, and okay. I don't think
1: they the, the sets were really that long because there was like four or five bands, so they probably just okay. had a 30, 30 or 40-minute yeah. set probably at the most.
0: Right. So again, it kind of goes to what we were saying before, is if, if they can bring it, it kind of doesn't matter. It's not as important as, as maybe the online community tries to make
1: it sound. Well, they—if it's a singer, they better really be able to bring it, right? You know? uh, the other guys you might not notice as much. If it's a guitar hero, that makes it tough. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, Rat without Warren D. Martini is a tough one. You know, they got could a better guy be than
0: Warren D. Martini now,
1: or Steven <laughs> does. Well, I, uh, subjective, I guess. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, one one there was a God, there was a couple things I was gonna uh, mention one because I was looking at your microphone. Yeah, uh, sure. I got a, a a connection. I called up to Sure. Okay. And I now got like artist pricing through them uh, anyway, Ooh. so that was good because it turns out that my my uh, pedal I use for my wireless. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know you're supposed to be updating that thing. Like you plug a USB cable into that thing. And you're supposed to be updating it. And okay. there, was a, there was a point where the company, I guess, had stopped updating it. And it was kind of obsolete. And they kind of made a newer model that's better than that one anyway. But I'm one of those customers that unfortunately bought this thing right at the tail end, apparently. Because oh. I've only <laughs> owned it for like two years or something. Right. And now the thing's obsolete. You can't. So now as I'm, I'm racing back to update it, I can't do it. Because now Max moved on to these operating systems that no longer support it right of course Uh, i even ran to susan who never updates anything and i went to her like uh windows you know laptop Mm -hmm. and tried to do it on there to no avail and and this thing was like six hundred five six hundred bucks and i had just bought it i'm like i gotta buy another one of these and this came back to the planned obsolescence that we've discussed oh yeah Mm-hmm. Sure. and sure though i mean sure is an amazing company everybody uses sure microphones sure I mean, since i don't know when the 50s probably 60s mm-hmm. uh they're they're a fantastic company um and i understand how these things go any piece of technology is going to end up in your graveyard any kind of stuff that you use eventually whether it's five years 10 years eventually no more than a decade probably right you're not mm-hmm. going to use that thing anymore that piece of digital technology that you have will will go into your closet into a graveyard Mm -hmm.
0: and
1: i'm seeing that now they're working this in this microphone that i'm using for the podcast this mv7 is pretty great is that the same one you have it looks like uh sm7b right yeah that we have the same microphone you have the black one Mm -hmm. i have the silver one and i and i did mention they work great i think there's another one that 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 sure makes too i have no issues with these this thing seems to have its own uh program that updates it like that you open up the shore Mm -hmm. uh, app and it specifically updates it to where updating that pedal was a little antiquated when i tried to do it but to make a long story short i i uh, emailed their tech department and i and i knew this was going to be a hey suck it up you're probably gonna have to buy a new one thing so i said can i talk to an artist rep and I should do that more often, to be honest, <laughs> Right? because I, mean? I have been playing. I'm at a point now where they go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, we know you. Um, so I did that, and he gave me at least a, a better price than I would have got you know, buying it through Musician's Friend or whatever. So I appreciate Corey uh, from sure. Thank you so much for taking care of me on that. And uh, they're going to be sending me a new wireless, so I, I'll be able to run circles around whoever. I don't know. Nice. Anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, dude. Well, what this reminds me of is uh, it's not new, and I know it doesn't matter, but the uh, Rock Hall nominations were were named this week, and I'm not going to get into the whole list of it, but um, the only one of metal consequence was uh, Ozzy. You know, and quite obviously, I think Ozzy belongs, yes? Don't you
1: think? Yeah, in the Metal uh, Hall of Fame. (laughs) yeah or even roll, in the rock and roll sure. hall yeah. of fame
0: i would think Absolutely. ozzy as a solo artist not not yeah. as black sabbath but as, as already a solo. in
1: there right black yeah sabbath.
0: black sabbath's already in ozzy i think has done enough to get in yes but I my, and, and i don't want to get into the well these guys should be in and these guys shouldn't because as i've made very clear i hate the rock hall i find it to be a joke i find it to be nonsense what i'm curious about though and you would know because you're on the road. And this is, why, this is why we do this. Do people, do bands care? Does Steven Piercy care? Does he, does he look at it and say, well, I had 20 number one hits with Rad. I should be in the rock hall.
1: Or does Warrant care? Do, do the bands care about this kind of stuff? Um, no, I don't think it's something that uh, he worries about or anything like that. But if he did, uh, I think Rat should be in the Rock and Roll Hall. Uh, I think so too. And when and you know it's ta- it takes time. You know there are a lot, lot of artists out there. If Ozzy, you say he's getting put in this? Yeah, he's going.
0: Well, he's nominated.
1: He may get in. He may not.
0: Who knows? I mean, he, he probably should. will.
1: He probably he probably will. will. He's pretty much announcing that he's done. You know, this a yeah. good timing to celebrate him since that's it for him
0: yeah i I agree he should he should definitely get in i don't i don't think that there's any real question about that i mean there's always questionable names on the list right and there's always like i don't know if we're going to consider it as legitimate which i personally don't but i'll play the game because i know a lot of people do okay If we're going to consider the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to be legitimate, don't you think we should have some sort of rules? Something that people. It shouldn't just be this subjective thing where there's a panel of guys and if they liked them, they get in. Mm -hmm. There should be, like, one of the bands that is nominated is Foreigner. Okay. Foreigner had a lot of hits no yeah. no denying that they had a lot of hits they they quite honestly even as the tribute foreigner or whatever we're calling what they do today
1: right
0: you know that that version of foreigner is actually probably more popular than the original as far as concert ticket sales mm-hmm. they've been able to carry on with different people and different stuff now they haven't had any hits with this no. band but my thing, though, is they sold a lot of records. That should somehow get them in. It should not even be, a to me, a, a band that has sold 100 million records,
1: as I believe Foreigner has, right? should be an automatic, no? No, yeah, it's an automatic. Um, maybe it's just they know some of those bands are so snobby that they probably wouldn't show up anyway, and that's why they don't bother with it. Or... See, but,
0: I, but they don't do that because, I'll tell you, one of the nominees this year absolutely will not show up. That's Oasis. Okay. I promise you, one or the other of those, of those Gallagher brothers is going to come out and say, screw the Rock Hall, I'll never do that, it's embarrassing, it's beneath me, I, you know, that, yeah. that's going to happen.
1: The only thing but that it, ever upset me, you know, with Rock Hall is when, when they started basically including rap into it, where it was like, because I, I was worried that it was going to f- phase out rock music and just take mm-hmm. over. Oh, rock, that forgotten about thing from the 20s. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I did, I was worried that that was going to happen, but it, it it didn't. It seems to have like backed off a little maybe with that. Yeah. Or how many rappers are you seeing nominated? Well, let's see. Since we're going
0: to do this, let's do this. Uh, Here's the nominees. A Tribe Called Quest, Mm. Sade, Ozzy, Sinead O'Connor. Now, I'm going to stop there. Sinead O'Connor, no business being on this list. Right. Agreed. Sorry that she died. But anybody that's listening, don't just take my word for it. I'm going to challenge Eric in a second, but I'm going to challenge all of you at home as well with eric name a second tune right or a rockin' tune
1: i don't know if there's a yeah. rockin' tune but
0: i'm her. just saying name a second tune name I one other know. song that nothing compares to you that sinead O'Connor sang,
1: right Which she did name right, one prince. yeah
0: she did a prince song that was popular right. moderately popular i don't know if you're old enough to remember when that song was popular i am and it was not this overwhelming number one monster no, it was, was it? N- no. <laughs> it was a middle of the. It was a middle of the road thing that was wedged right. in there between, John Cougar songs and um, Billy Squire songs. Well,
1: the video did well. The video yeah. did well uh, with her. It was a, an interesting kind of video there, and she she looked a little different at the time. She had no hair, mm-hmm. so that yeah. was like, shocking, right? Uh, it but was, later, but.
0: Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
1: Right. The elite
0: of the elite? Come on.
1: No, Prince? Yes. Prince? Yes. yes. And things have gotten goofy. Uh, I I did want to add really quick that going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was fun. I mean, I think if you're in Cleveland, uh, go check it out. They treated us really well when I was with Bow Wow. Wow. Like, if you're an actor or anything and you're traveling through there, they not only, you know, get you in there for free, but they give you a A personal tour, and they take Mm -hmm. you back to the uh, morgue or whatever, where they have like clothing from people, and they right up and they play the guessing game. Can you guess what this is from? And everybody guesses the wrong thing. He's like, "No, it's Jefferson airplane," and uh, (laughs) she wore that. And uh, You know what this is, and I go, oh! and I get it wrong again, and they're like, right. "No, that's from Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. It's the you know whatever." <laughs> but they, it is cool because they have iconic you know pieces of clothing. Um, sure, it, it's it, 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 like Joan Jet's jacket. Like all of a sudden she's got Joan Jett's jacket from the album from her from "I Love Rock the, and Roll" a record. Right, oh. sure.
0: Did they when you were there? Do and and dude, I live fifteen minutes or twenty minutes from the Rock sure. Hall. I have not been there. In probably 20 years, because I find it to be an embarrassment. It's, I wish that Talk I wish it. that some boat would come by and rip the thing uh, out into the ocean, because it's embarrassing what they've turned what embarrasses it into.
1: You about, what, what embarrasses you about it?
0: Well, the fact that it that it's meant the reason it's here in Cleveland is because it's supposed to be this blue-collar rock town. Which That's is what, what Cleveland Huey Lewis is.
1: Told us, Huey
0: Lewis. Told yeah. us that the heart of rock and rolls in is in Cleveland. Yeah, and what is it now? It's Sade, It's Eminem. It's uh, you know, Grandmaster Flash. I like rap as much, probably more than yeah. most of the people that are that are watching this. Mm-hmm. And that being said, this we're not that kind of town. Just we. I mean, name the rappers that have come out of Cleveland. You can name Machine Gun Kelly, and then it stops. And he stinks. Mm -hmm. He's a bum. Seven M from Michigan. Yeah, he's from Michigan. I mean, dude, all of them—Grandmaster Flash, not from here. Public Enemy, not from here. Is Huey? And again, I don't. No, Huey Lewis is from from (laughs) Frisco. I'm just saying. But Huey Lewis made music that was that plays to the common man. That's what rock and roll has always been. Yeah, common. Man music. Work man's music. Yeah. Not crunk juice music. Not um, not jazz. Not, and again, I don't hate any of that stuff. Madonna got in. I've seen Madonna live a couple of times. I've gone to see her shows. So I like Madonna. Do I think she belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. Do I think that when they prop her up and say that she's she's a part of Cleveland history because she's in it? That's embarrassing right.
1: to me. No, get your own damn Hall of Fame. Right. I, I mean, find it, it to be striking is that I wasn't like I, I I did definitely didn't get the vibe when you go through the museum that that anything there was specifically tied to Cleveland as far as the action.
0: no, it's not, except the location. The location. And, and, but but let's get even further into it. When you're in Cleveland and you've been here how many times? Twenty. 30? Oh, right. Only to the Rock Hall of Fame one time, but yes. But you've I been mean, to Cleveland 20 yes, or 30 sir. times.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please don't hurt me.
0: <laughs> does does that building represent everything else that you see
1: in this town? Just the building? No. I, was, I mean, the building, I mean... Is I, I weird and stupid. It is right by water or something, right? Is it near... A, yeah, th- it's right on the lake. It's
0: right next to the lake. Okay. Right. But what I'm saying is the shape, the look of it. It looks like something that fell out of an art museum.
1: Yeah, I'll, I, it is strange there. It doesn't have like, I don't know, what would you, what would you prefer to be like a, an arena looking place or like a, a diner or like what are you
0: <laughs> Not necessarily a diner, but I would love it to look more like a like a, like a concert venue, like a, you know, like, or, or, or even if it's not like we have the Football Hall of Fame down the road in Canton. And it's just a big round building with a stock in the middle of it. And when you go into it, it's representative of football. You feel football. When you go into the. When you walk up on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, be honest, you feel like you're walking into an art museum, not a rock museum with the pointed buildings and all the glass. It just doesn't. First of all, it's Cleveland. It's cold here half the years. The last thing you want to do is walk into a glass building,
1: in the right. cold. It's dumb. And now, when you, you know, were there twenty years ago, was it multi-level? Because it, mm-hmm. it was multi-level when I yeah. yeah
0: yeah. I'm not saying that it's all terrible. I mean, I don't know if it's still there or not. But at the time it's I like, went there, they they had the, um, the ZZ Top car, which is still my favorite thing that I've ever seen live. Was the ZZ Top car? Nice. You know, and that was cool. And and some of the clothes are cool. You know, it's it's kind of cool when you see the clothes and you realize how tiny most of these
1: guys are. That is weird. Yeah, like you, you're watching. You when they were pulling the outfits out, and there were these tiny little outfits, and they're not. When you see them up close, they're made pretty like handmade looking, or like yeah, kind of yeah, cheap. Kinda cheap looking. <laughs> right, but in the in the photos, it's very iconic. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Yep. Yeah, I mean they're,
0: they're, that part is cool. Some of it was cool. Other of it, I found to just be low rent house or um, Hard Rock. You know, like they have the napkin that James Hetfield wrote Enter Sandman
1: on. <laughs> Who cares? They do Who have some cares? guitars there. I think they had a they had a Hendrix guitar that was cool, which, maybe, which maybe, is cool. But they could do
0: so much better with it instead of instead of just have like i don't know again i don't know if they still have it but do they do they they have the mtv tree still in there the tv tree
1: i don't recall seeing that
0: it was it was this shitty looking stock with a bunch of tvs jammed into it turned all different ways and it was running different episodes of mtv okay could be okay, except everything was turned all different kinds of ways, and you couldn't actually watch anything.
1: Right. This was a prop that was used. Yeah. For one of it the was just a prop
0: flashing TV. videos and stuff, and it was like, come on, you know what? You know what would make sense for an MTV exhibit? A TV that's streaming MTV, where you could watch the classic MTV.
1: That's not what it was. The tree was doing at the hall. It, it, well,
0: it didn't have any sound. Oh. It was. And the TVs weren't all, right. Facing well, this way, some were on their, their side, and some it wasn't were it meant
1: to be at the museum. It was meant as a, as they were filming it in the angles. No, of... it
0: was a it was an exhibit. It, it well, was, an, it was exhibit an exhibit about MTV. Was...
1: Oh, you mean they, this wasn't a piece that came from when they were filming the show and have the no. This was claymations and cutaways. This
0: was they were showcasing how MTV was influential
1: on rock. Okay, that's and stupid. it was this dumb tree. It was dumb. Okay. I was coming to their defense thinking, oh, because I thought I remember some kind of thing when MTV would have their cutaways between videos. Yeah. They would have weird shit, I would be all for any
0: of that stuff. I would be all for if they had the scrims that that Rob Zombie painted on Headbanger's Ball. That would be cool. But what should be in between it? A big-ass TV playing MTV, playing Headbanger's Ball. Right. So that you can see, oh, this is the headbangers ball. It ran from 1986 to 1992. It featured Ricky Rackman, and first it featured Dee Snyder, and now it features Jamie Joster, or whatever. You know, something that tells the
1: history of it. I like when they have like, Seg- not segregated rooms, but where like every uh, important band has a little kind of area you can go mm-hmm. into where you would be immersed for a second yeah. and hear their live music and, and see a couple pieces, iconic mm-hmm. pieces of the band's history. That kind of stuff, I love it. And it, I mean, this stuff is good for the town at the end of the day. Even Cleveland, yeah. I mean, you have your sports places and stuff, but you, you need to have tourist places that people sure. visit for the economy and stuff too. You know. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you for a fact,
0: as a Clevelander, nobody in Cleveland respects the Rock, the rock Hall. <laughs> no one. Right. Everybody hates it. Everybody, everybody finds it to be embarrassing. Maybe it's going to change with them firing Jan Wenner, who was the guy. Okay. But he was just one of these Rolling Stone guys, and that's another big problem with the, with the Rock Hall. If you were a Rolling Stone darling, then you get into the Rock Hall. If you weren't I mean, dude look at I don't mean the band I mean the oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean the the magazine. Oh okay. So so all the Lou Reed's and Elvis Costello's of the world are in there. All the hipster oh, yeah. all the hipster crap is in there. Kiss had to go through how many how many renditions to get in there? Like 5 6 mean- years, 10 years? Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to be clear. I'm not a Kiss fan. They're okay. I don't hate them. I don't love them. They just exist as far as I'm concerned. I'm not a Kiss fan. But to to tell me that Kiss didn't belong first ballot into a Hall of Fame when they taught every single band after them, including your band that you play in right now, Eric, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how to sell t-shirts and how to market. Right. Nobody did that the way that they do now until Kiss showed you how.
1: That's right. They're putting on the big stage sets with the stairs yes. and the, all the stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Kiss changed rock and roll.
1: Yeah. If you're not going to have any criteria
0: and you're just going to do it randomly, it's hard to not put Kiss in there for the staging, for the merchandising, for the, you know, legitimizing music as an industry. Kiss should have been there first time and they weren't. They had to beg and plead. Judas Priest had to get in there on a fan vote. Right on a, f- are you kidding?
1: Judas Priest? Well, now you're getting into weird areas because too, like Kiss. What's the most albums Kiss even sold on any of them? Did they really sell a lot of records? Uh, I, mean, I
0: mean, they've sold.
1: I don't know. I'll look it up. We'll and you. Uh, you know, Ozzy, Ozzy's probably had some platinum records. I mean, certainly you would think t- if they're gonna. Give you space in this thing that you had at least a couple platinums under your belt. Kiss has sold 100 million albums worldwide. Yeah, so just based off that alone, you got to put an area over it. You got to put them in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean.
1: How about Ozzy? Can we do Ozzy?
0: Yeah, we can do Ozzy. Let's see. How many albums has.
1: I'm going to guess 50 or 60 Ozzy million. Born. Maybe more. So
0: Ozzy Osborne has sold, um, oh, has sold over a hundred
1: million between the two. Oh, many, Black Sabbath, uh, or yeah, solo. Okay. They're mixing so, it together. That's pretty sneaky. Yeah.
0: But just as Ozzy, believe it or not, he sold more as Ozzy than he has as Black Sabbath. He sold fifty-one million as mm, Ozzy. I I win the bet. Yeah. So I I mean he should be in there certainly, and, and I'm not. I'm not arguing. I will argue Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. She hasn't sold it she hasn't sold or been prominent enough to deserve the elite status that this is supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what bugs me. Mm-hmm. Steven Piercy. A- Let's put Steven Piercy. Steven has sold what, thirty million records? Yes. Probably. Yeah, close almost almost especially. That's if has got to in. be rat yeah <laughs> well that's what i mean but i mean he's been we'll, we'll just call it rat rat has sold 30 million
1: records sure yes so sure. Then, yeah then I don't why is in he not
0: in and Sinead o'connor right.
1: and also the representative of the 80s too. the 80s concerts the 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 mm-hmm. I, I hate to call it the hairband era but it's still if you're going to take history and in, in decades you know certainly they should be a part of that rat motley crew Um, and there's a lot of bands from that era, so you have to start having some uh, rules, like you were saying, like you had to sell Mm -hmm. at least 10 million records. You had to do this, a couple of uh, concert sales had to have been this, and then, Mm -hmm. yes, we'll give you your little area here. Give us some of your memorabilia. We'll put it up there, and everyone will remember you. And And By the way, Sinead
0: O'Connor has sold 6 million total.
1: Wow, that's very low. Yeah, for her now, but she had did become such a you know freak of nature just with the ripping the pope picture up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: but what does implement. that have to
1: do with it? What does Nothing. that have to do with it? Well, just that she she does strike like everybody knows who Sinead O'Connor is. You know, okay, only selling six million records. That's so obviously, I guess, a lot of her personal opinions and stuff. She got famous for the wrong reason.
0: Yeah, she got famous uh, for being a liberal that was loved by. Rolling Stone, <laughs> right. That's that's my point about this whole thing. I mean, dude, this list, this list of the the ones that are going
1: in this year are, are nominated. Well, now now that you're putting it like that, Stephen Piercey definitely needs to be in the Rock and Hall of Fame over Sinead O'Connor. That's Australia. what I'm saying. Rat should be in there.
0: Over J- warrant should be in there. Motley Crew, I don't believe is in there. I could be wrong on that, but mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't pay that much attention. Is Motley crew in the Rock Hall of Fame. Motley is not a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But Sinead O'Connor is nominated.
1: There could be, yeah, who knows if, if uh, well, I was going to say maybe if there's anybody who's had too much um, drama or something, they might not want to well, But you it. just
0: brought up the drama of tearing up the Pope picture. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You got me there, Chris. That's, this is what I'm saying. There's I would not no, be a good defense attorney. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, what I'm telling you is Motley Crue, Rat, Warrant, 80s hair metal, or whatever we're calling that, you know, classic metal, whatever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: was never loved by the Rolling Stone community. Mm-hmm. This is the same community that lists Eddie Van Halen number 78 on the guitar, greatest guitarists of all time. Seventy-eight.
1: Now, Motley Crue, I do believe, was on the cover of Rolling Stone at some Probably point. Probably because they right? had to be at some point. Right. But, you know, uh,
0: Brett Michaels has a better chance of getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame than Motley Crue.
1: Right. Is yeah, that you, fair? You had brought up Foreigner earlier, and I kind of changed wheels, but uh, did, you, did you see him announce for Party Graw that Lou Graham is going to be... Added to the bill, which I think yeah. Lou's been performing better recently. I think he's actually been doing a little better miraculously.
0: Uh, he sounds okay. We 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 kind of torched him not too long ago. Did you okay US. well? I, I, mean, but I ha- He
1: wasn't
0: he wasn't as bad as he was at one point, but he's still right? Right? Uh, It's rough. It's it's I wish him success. I'll put it okay. that way. This is yeah. the show where I don't hammer people. Well, he's I wish up him. There, right, he's like
1: eighty years old. Yeah,
0: he's seventy something years old. I mean, it's time. I mean, he's seventy on,
1: years man. old. He's had a brain tumor. Oh, well, that oh. definitely set him back, and that's that's a that was a bummer. Yeah, I mean, that's a yeah, He's seventy three. Yeah, he's up there.
0: Yeah, it's time.
1: It's time to stop. Brett's been trying to do that. He's been you know trying to get or he's doing it. He's doing it. Just get keep bringing singers up. For a few shows i know that was one of I. It looks like you're liking sugar smacks presence i'm eating there. these crazy these or you eat these? i'm eating them <laughs> <laughs> he's addicted fucking sugar uh, smack got me <laughs> they, he, was, he he talked about uh you know seeing if steven would go up which probably wouldn't be great for the solo band because yeah. we now us opening for for him on a, on a tour like that would be awesome but i don't think that's what it what it was well we had the guitarist on here uh and pete he was telling us about a little about this i think he caught himself because he was like oh well actually you know and he realized what what he was saying but i don't think that was going to happen uh we're we're doing good with this out of uh back in the cellar out of the cellar yeah thing so we'll continue on uh, absolutely all right let's go let's finish up this list of these people
0: since we started it sure um so we said sinead o'connor oasis they're never going to show up for this thing uh, Lenny Kravitz. Okay, I I love Lenny. Me too. I don't think he's done enough to to be in the to be considered elite.
1: Uh, what's well, he maybe, had? Four hits. Oh, he's had more than that. I mean, in my mind, I don't know if there are radio hits. I would say at least that many. Um, and he doesn't have
0: twenty. For-
1: oh, hits? No, yeah. we'd have to look it up. But I mean, I'd say that. There's there's probably are
0: you gonna go my five. way? Right. Uh, it ain't even over till it's right. over. That one comes to That's mind a, big one.
1: a big one. Mm-hmm. Um
0: uh, then cab it gets driver Yeah. But it, it gets cab driver. I love him. Don't get me wrong. I'm I I don't think he's a terrible. Are you gonna musician. go my way? Did
1: you say that one yet? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I don't <laughs> I don't think one. he's a terrible musician. I, saw I just them. don't let think he's elite. This.
1: Well let me let me say this. Um I don't know what you think about Black Crows in this regard, but I saw Black Crows open for Lenny mm-hmm. Kravitz, and I was worried for for Lenny. I was like, God, is he big enough to like headline over the Black Crows? Yeah, you know. And, and I was there, and I watched it because then Black Crows came out. They're amazing, right? Sure. And I'm like, How's he going to top this? He doesn't even have as many musicians in the band, you know? How's this going to go? He came out and just ruled. Oh, I, you know, I he's great. On every level, I was like, "Oh my God, this guy's a total headliner." Mm-hmm. His songs were fun and cool, and um, yeah. Right, I mean, you, well, you want to go through? Do you want to go through his
0: greatest hits? Yes, I would. All right, here we go. Are you going to go my way? Okay. Legitimate hit, <laughs> huge hit. Fly away, legitimate hit. Yeah. Yep. Rock and roll is dead. Legitimate yeah. hit. Yeah. Yep. Again, I don't know. That's oh, it's previously unreleased, so that doesn't count. Uh, it ain't over till it's over. Legitimate hit. Uh, can't get you off my mind. I think. Uh, wh- yeah. Where have you gone all of this time? Yeah, I guess I, I know that one too.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a big, huge, good one. Uh,
0: you mentioned this one, Mister Cab Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, American Woman. He did have a hit oh, with it. It's not okay. his tune, but he not did his have a tune, hit with but it.
1: great version.
0: Yeah. Um, Stand by my woman.
1: No, not heard of don't
0: it. Don't know that one. Always on the Run, legitimate hit, him and Slash. And I'm
1: always on the run. That was a yeah, great
0: we, song. Yeah. Heaven Help.
1: Uh. Don't know, an, I don't know it. Don't know that one. Not top I Belong to You. Maybe. Don't know that one. Sometimes at the title, I might not know it from the mm. title, but if I heard the music, I might. Uh, but... No. That one B- believe? Yeah, that is one I've heard. I have heard believe. Uh Let Love Rule. Yeah, that's obviously a huge one. You got to Let Love Rule. Yeah.
0: And then the last one Black Velveteen, which I I know that song, but it's I don't know that it was I mean, a hit. Not. Okay. I don't know that that was a hit at all. Um so there's that's the 15. We know about 8 of them.
1: That's
0: a lot that's a lot is it is it all time great all yeah. time
1: well, I mean that that they're gonna be playing it uh fifty years from now yes, two of those songs will be played fifty years from now
0: It ain't even over till it's over and um and are you gonna go my way? Mm-hmm. maybe fly away
1: the I rest of them know
0: the rest of them no. And his version of American Woman won't be the one that's played. I'll It'll tell you, I would, have, I would have
1: rather seen uh, Lenny Kravitz at the Super Bowl than what I saw oh, yeah. this weekend. Then Although Usher, Usher's a great dancer. He's pretty mesmerizing with his dance mm-hmm. moves and everything. Like, I have to say, how, for how much he had to remember, like if yeah. you like, sit there and break it down, how many moves were involved mm-hmm. in that dance-wise, I mean, that's more what I think of him as. A dancer, sure. Michael, almost I- Michael Jackson-level dancer.
0: Usher's cool. I don't have a problem with Usher. I I very often listen to both Confession and My Way, two of his bigger albums. Mm -hmm. I listen to those at least once a year and have for 20 years. I mean, I'm not a a hater like everybody else. My biggest problem, and I actually posted this on Facebook, is not that Usher was on it. It's that his kind of music doesn't jive with the (laughs) NFL.
1: Same I problem I had with R-
0: Rihanna. You know, it's, mm-hmm. Rihanna was the same way. It just doesn't fit. When they did the rap guys, what was that, two, three years ago, whatever, when they had 50 Cent and right. Snoop, that worked. That worked because it's kind of gangster. It's kind of rah, you know, right. kind of don't fuck with me music. And that that kind of worked. Metallica would work. Springsteen worked. Prince is the all-timer. Mm-hmm. You know, aggressive music works. Dance music, the weekend when he did it, that didn't work. Right. You know, Bruno Mars worked because he was energetic.
1: Right. Yeah, I'd rather see a better band with better rock tunes, pop hits, actually, like, playing on a stage or something. Like, instead, Mm -hmm. they have to do this rap thing where they're, like, making it, like, a moving video. Yeah. Which is too many moving pieces going on with the performance.
0: And not for nothing. But when you've had a year to put it together, shame on you, Apple Music, for having microphone problems. What the I didn't hell? That. Did I miss that? Oh, my God, dude. The, the, the beginning of the set, you couldn't hear Usher for okay. like three, four minutes. For three, four minutes, you could
1: barely hear him. Maybe I'm just unfamiliar with the song he was doing, so I didn't really notice that part. <laughs> it was It was noticeable to me that he was singing okay. and you couldn't hear
0: him. And I was like... It's the biggest stage ever. It's the most people ever watching. You've got more money than God behind it since Apple Music put it on. Sure. And you're gonna have microphone problems. Right. I'm sure they rehearsed it 53 times last week. It wasn't. It
1: wasn't oh yeah, but uh, don't they just keep the microphone so he can once in a while go, "Can I hear you, Super Bowl?" You know, like to throw something different well, than what's already on the live tracks. They're clearly. Then they, if this. that's what they did,
0: which it f- could very well be, then then it's a poor mix out of them, which is poor even mix. worse. Yes. That's even worse if they had a poor mix. Right. Because that's I mean, literally a slider.
1: If somebody affiliated with, with this knows how they go about doing this, because clearly they do record some type of live thing, because you can tell yeah. it's different than the the recording that mm-hmm. we've heard. But we know that it's lip synced, so it's like yeah. they they go into a... Do they get to go to that place and play it live, or do they go to a studio somewhere and then pump it out? They obviously must be doing an additional version of this uh, because you know they're not really singing 99% Mm -hmm. of the time. No, you're right. Um, So, and I don't think they would have a mix. You know, once they've mixed this live version, that's the mix, and they're just going to pump it through. They don't have control over each instrument anymore, probably. Right. Uh, Or maybe they do. Maybe someone knows. I don't know.
0: Oh, well, they can email us in if they want to. But. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's 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 wrap this one up. Let's get out of here because we're running low on time. Um, right. Before we get out of here, though, Pau, where are you going to be, Mister Eric?
1: Well, uh, we're going to be at the Strat in Las Vegas Friday and Saturday night. We're going to be doing the Out of the Cellar record. It's going to be a night of Rat and Night Ranger. Nice. Our buddy Kerry Kelly uh on guitars and we're gonna be opening for Night Ranger. So it's uh, two nights of this Friday, Friday night, Saturday night at the Strat. I'm gonna drive out with uh Susan on Friday. We're gonna, you know, make a weekend out of it. And uh then after that we got the eighties cruise. But uh I'll be back reporting for duty on Monday. Very good. Will you be back
0: at on the eighties cruise, or do I need to find a, a fill in guy for that? Or are we gonna pre
1: record it? Oh, let's let's make sure we give him a show. I'm I'm always down to do an early show to give him something. Okay. Nobody can replace me. That's the problem. That's right. I agree. Replace me, nobody. I agree. They can replace me fairly easily, but not. No, there would never be. (laughs) Well, we know that's not going (laughs) to (laughs) happen. You know, uh, when things go down, is when I when I realize, you know, it becomes apparent how important Chris is. Joe, moving. (laughs) Like, if he ever has a mic problem and it goes down, it's just me on the big screen. I literally... you like,
0: oh, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> well, Eric will be... Uh, as I choke here. Eric will be rocking in Vegas. I will be rocking in the Classic Metal Show studio on Saturday. Um, make sure you check that out, com. Make sure you catch me tomorrow on Valentine's Day, 4th Seth Williams Show. Or I guess it'd be today by the time
1: Cash me outside. Of- Cash me outside. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few people will get that. I know. All
0: right. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here. This has been fun, Eric, as always. So for uh, Chris Aiken Presents, I am Chris Aiken.
1: And I'm Eric Ferentino.
0: And we are done so. See ya.
1: Do you want to watch the classic metal show all day long? Do you have a Roku? If your answers are yes and yes, then you need to get Wowza TV on your Roku. It's free to install and brings you the classic metal show on your TV 24-7. Just look up and install Wowza TV in the Roku streaming store, and you can enjoy the CMS all day and night right on your TV. Yes, folks. This includes the live editions of the CMS as well. Install Wowza TV now on your Roku and never be without the classic metal show again. Hail and kill.